leftovers, or the DMV, or house cleaning, or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Real Talk Wrestling. I'm Josh Kimmel with Chris Koffler. Um, yeah, I forgot we were doing the show. I just pressed the button and we started talking about Antonio Brown. I mean, talking about some yeah, some football cards here, Antonio Brown, and yeah, he let it run a little long there. Yeah, hopefully they didn't just turn it off because we have some <laughs> good stuff tonight. We have our 2021 awards. Yes. Right? Best wrestler, best match of the year, feud of the year, mm-hmm. even worst gimmick of the year, which that's going to be a good one. I'm pretty sure. You know what's funny is I was going to do this thing where I troll you and I put, I, I just guess all of your things, like just all of your awards. And I want to go match them up because I probably could if I really wanted to. But you text me and you begged me, please do not burn my picks. Because like, you like to do that. You can't do that for the final award show. Can't do it. It's for comedy. Anything for comedy because it's. Can't do it for this one. I guarantee you, what we have like eight awards, six awards. I think I can get probably five of six or whatever we There's have. Seven. There's seven. I could probably get five of seven. Probably. Easily. Probably. Easily. Maybe. Probably. But before we get to that, we have some real like 2022 wrestling to get a hold of. Like we got some day one action. We have some first night of TBS, which I really legitimately could not find TBS on my cable channel because <laughs> I have not watched TBS uh, in so many years. But, hey, it was a good show. I think the EW show was pretty good. Yeah. I mean, there there were some low lights and there were some highlights, but more more good than bad. But let's start with day one because Brock Lesnar, once again, is the <sighs> WWE champion. Yep. But, like, that's it? That's all you have? Yep. Yep. Just disappointed. Really? Disappointed, yeah. I'm disappointed that the title... Not so much this time around. Normally, whenever it goes on Brock, I'm disappointed that the title is on Brock. This time, I'm just disappointed that they took the title off Big E with a very lackluster reign. Like, that's it. The worst reign in WWE history. I mean, not the worst, but it was pretty bad. He lost a lot. I feel like he lost more than he won. Like, I was looking at some of the matches that he had. I just feel like he was just losing all the time. But that's what they do, it seems like, sometimes. Unless you're one of Vince's top guys... As soon as you become champion, you start losing all your non-title matches. You're going to lose them all. So let me set the stage for day one for in, in my in my day. It was a Saturday night. I'm like, yeah, man, like, let's do this. Saturday night, I'll watch some wrestling. It's not Sunday. This is night. Like, all pay-per-views should be Saturday night, by the yes. way. Um, and I was really excited for it. Not because it's 
just because it's wrestling. Like they had Brock Lesnar versus Roman. Like how was that going to end up? The Fatal Four Way match. How was that going to go? And then I turn it on. And the first thing I see because I didn't see the tweet or nothing. First thing I see on the pre show was Roman Reigns isn't wrestling, and I'm like, what's Brock going to do? Right? Like mm-hmm. oh, so Roman should just drop the title. Like that's what he like he should just drop it. If he can't defend it, he should just drop it. That's what I was thinking in my stupid head. I'm like, oh, wait, they can't do that. That's not how his title reign's going to end. So then they said Brock Lesnar is going to be in the fatal four-way match. And I said, well, I guess I know how this is going. You can't have Brock Lesnar lose in that match. So I knew going in Brock was going to win. I didn't. I, 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 did, I thought he was going to pin Kevin Owens. I don't know who he pinned. Did he pin Kevin Owens? No, I think he picked Seth. pinned Big E, I thought, right? Did he pin Big E? I don't remember. I, wa- I was. Come on, you watched it. I, didn't I know I watched it. it, Chris. I know I watched it. He might have pinned Big E, which was even worse. So that leads me to believe who was supposed to win that fatal four way match because I don't think Big E, no matter what, was walking out of there as champion. And I think it was, it was going to be Lashley the entire time. That's why the next night on Raw, they had the same match to, 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 to make the number one contender mm-hmm. in Lashley won. I think Lashley was going to win no matter what. So that was who was set for it? I so think that so. was the end of Big E's time? Yeah, I think no matter what. I think Lashley was going to come out strong, come out. Mm-hmm. They don't listen. Listen, let's be honest here. Let's be, let's be super honest here. Big E cannot hold that title going into WrestleMania. There's two reasons why. The first reason is baby faces hardly go into Mania as champion. It just doesn't happen. The story is always baby face chasing the champion. Correct. Absolutely. So there's that. He wasn't strong enough. Like he said, he was losing all the time. Lashley was gaining momentum. He was winning matches left and right. He was tearing people apart. Um, Seth and Kevin aren't going to win it because they're like, like comedy acts now. That's basically what they are. Yep, unfortunately. Um, so Lashley was the ultimate person that was going to win the title. And then here's another thing. Everyone got F5'd except for Lashley in that match. Lashley actually speared Lesnar. Lashley's the only one that looked strong mm-hmm. in this entire match at the Fatal Five Way and at a day one. So this sets up Lashley versus Brock at Royal Rumble. I don't know where they're gonna go. I know this is trendy right now. Brock versus Roman, title versus title. Do it. Do it. Merge it. Merge the titles. Yes, please. Because there's no point in having two. There's no point in having two. There's no one else left on SmackDown that is worth. Roman Reigns time. There's nobody. Nope. So merge the titles, make like, it one champion. Like we've been saying here for a while now, one yeah. champion, have them go back and forth between shows. It's not that hard. No, but I, I, I say more than that. Fuck the brand split. Just have one roster. You, you fired everyone. You have, you fired 200 people in the past year and a half. <laughs> yeah. Two, I'm not even joking. It's 200 people. Is it really? Yes. Between all the backstage and everyone else. I think wrestlers. Yeah. Yeah, it was 150. That's wild. Before like this week. And I don't I don't know. The, look, the point is this. There's no one left for him to fight. He's fought everyone. He's buried Cesaro. He's buried all these guys. Like, where's Cesaro now? Roman. I'm talking about Roman. Mm-hmm. Where's he at now? Losing to Sheamus again. Yep. <laughs> like That whole thing again. So, uh, there's nowhere to go on SmackDown, and it sucks. But... Oh well, who's the Royal Rumble? Like, it's three weeks away, right? Four weeks away. Who's the Who's the favorite? Who's your favorite? I have no idea. <laughs> I will watch that one though. I know I haven't been watching as much WWE lately, but it's the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I will watch that. It's probably one of my, if not my favorite, pay per view of the year. So I will take the time to watch that. 
Yeah, it's a really good pay per view, and uh, a lot of people are saying Lashley's going to win against Brock, and Brock's going to enter the Rumble at thirty and win, and then that's how he faces Reigns. Okay, a lot of people are saying that. A lot. So he's going to lose the title and then become the number one contender for the other title. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then the way they can do it is, which makes no sense, but nothing makes sense in WWE. Nope, nothing. Roman can screw Brock or Paul Heyman can turn on Brock and have Lashley win, which would make no sense because Roman doesn't want Brock. He, he He's a heel. He should not want to face Brock. No. So why would he screw him out of the title? Like, it makes no sense, but nothing in WWE makes sense. No. Nothing. There's no logic to it. <laughs> There's zero logic they to just, it at all. The shortest line from A to B is what they do. And, and if you look at it, who has WWE built up? To win the Rumble. I mean, I remember when Nakamura won it, he was getting built up. Yeah. When Seth Rollins won it, he was... Everyone, everyone's getting, they're getting built up. There's no one. No. There's not one person that you go, wow, that person's like shocking me. He's doing well. You can see them as the next in line for a championship. Yeah. Nobody. Even on the women's side, nobody. No. They're not... They're doing a terrible job building up their stars. Just going to be out of left field, whoever takes it. I'll tell you this. Hook... In AEW is way more over than any wrestler in WWE <laughs> Probably. right now. Because <laughs> you're not they, lying. They on, on Dynamite last night. They announced Hook is going to wrestle. And did you did you hear the uh, the the? Wow. Yes, like, everybody <laughs> is obsessed with him. But they've done a good job of making him feel important. Yeah, and he's wrestled like what two matches? <laughs> and he feels like one of the most important wrestlers right now. I don't at know two matches. I don't know why they do that. Like uh, what what I mean is like people get behind a thing, and Hook mm-hmm. is a thing. Yeah, and they just get behind Hook. You know, it's just it is what it is, and it's it's crazy. Yeah, I don't fully get the whole Hook thing, but I will say, like, he does feel legitimate with what they've done. Yeah, he just needs more time to grow. He's not ready for Dynamite. He's not ready for any kind of pay per view matches. Keep him on Dark. Keep him on Rampage. Mm-hmm. Get him on Elevation or whatever whatever other YouTube show you have. I don't yep. watch those YouTube shows. No, I I did in the beginning, but not anymore. There's no point. There's no point. There's no point. I get enough wrestling between Dynamite and Rampage. I get my fix from that. I don't need the extra hour from Dark and Dark <laughs> Elevation anymore. So let's move. That was 10 minutes of WWE. That's that's way too long. What? That's longer than all four matches on Raw put together. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's true. It's, I'm not even joking. So let's go to AEW Dynamite where it's the most racist show in the world. And I'm joking. Of course. Yes. It's so stupid. <laughs> Look, five seconds on this. Big Swole sucks. What I mean by that is she's not a really good women's wrestler. She's not. She's not. I know you like her because you saw her at some indie show one time. Yep. She's not. She's not good. She so, wasn't a top star. I can acknowledge that. She wasn't even good. I thought she was all right. Eh. I, thought, I thought I could see some potential there, but go ahead with what you're going to say. But we're going to, no, no, that's it. That's all I want to say. There was no, there should be no, it was a bad luck what Tony Khan did. And I saw you tweet about it. Yeah. It was a bad luck. It's horrible. Yeah, it was dumb. But I what love, do you love TK, but that was dumb. Yeah. That was pretty stupid. Like you're uh, uh, whatever. I don't want to get into it. Cause I don't want to, yep. <laughs> it's just so stupid. But dynamite was amazing. Started off with the match. Were you surprised it started off with the title match? No. And I was thinking about this last night as I was watching, I feel like they almost are putting their best match now as number one. It used to be your best match was last and their second to best, their second best match was going first. But I feel like lately they're starting to flip it around because they want the less commercial breaks in the beginning. 
Um, maybe, but I think they're doing it because they don't. If if you started the match, the, if if you started the page match at nine o'clock, it would force them to go a full hour again. You know, yeah. so they had to start it at eight to give you that thinking of like, oh wow, this could go. Because if you started at nine thirty. Let's just say 9.30. Yeah, we would all know. You would all know. It's not going to go the full hour. So then that would take away the whole thing of the, the judges. The judges. There'd which, be no point. Which ended up being useless. But it was put there to just think, make you think it was going an hour. Exactly. And yeah. they went like 36 minutes, 35 minutes, whatever it was. Yeah, it was just a little bit over 30. It was a good, it was a good match. It was probably, it was, to me, it was better than the first match. Yes, I agree. I feel like there was more story in this match. I feel like... Yeah, I think it was I feel like Brian I feel like the first match I didn't think Brian had a chance to win. This one I thought maybe would happen because it's the first night on TBS. There was a lot of false finishes and I'm like, "Wow, they might just take it away from Paige already." I thought there was a couple a couple spots. Nope. You saw my prediction. Yeah. I was hangman all the way from the beginning. Yeah. I mean, when he hit the running knee, I'm like, "Oh, this might be it." But it wasn't. Nope. That's nope. it. That's all you got. There was nope. no. I was nope. let. I was nope. letting you. I was letting you keep going. No, I, I was thinking it was Hangman from the beginning, and like you said, I thought it was a lot better match. There was a lot more in it. I think when they tried to go an hour, there was just some really long, low spots, and it just kind of drug a little too much. Like they were just trying to fill it with time. So this one definitely felt a lot more action packed. Like to the point where I'm probably going to go back and watch it again. I want to watch that match and the last match, which we'll get to later. I want to watch both of those again. Because they were so good. I texted you, and I want you. I want your opinion on the microphone. Because I don't think you answered me. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I didn't even ask you. Maybe I put it on Twitter. Um, AEW, they get too much color. Too many times. It's too much color. What are you talking about? <laughs> you did not text me. Whatever this is about. What are you talking about here? Too much color. Blading. Too much red, oh, too oh, much blood. Okay, okay. Chris, in the industry, in the business, they call it color. All right, Chris? Do you okay. not know this? You host a wrestling podcast. You should know what color means. I've heard of a lot of other descriptions. I don't know that I've heard that one too much. That's the number I've one. I've heard blading, crimson, crimson mask. I hear that oh, a lot. Color. Get color. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Too much. They do it a lot. Way too much. It should only be, this was a special match. I, I don't. Blame this, but Cody seems like he bleeds every match. Yes. <laughs> um, Hangman, he's bled two matches in a row. Brian, I've never seen bleed in my life. That was the first time. Yep. So, but I think it's just too much. Side note: Did you see the Rampage women's match? Yeah. There was a lot, a lot of color. One. I lot just of- watched that one today. I was a little behind, so I just watched that one when I got off work today. Yeah, there lot. was a lot there too, and I was kind of thinking the same. Too there's, much. There's a lot there. Too much color. But um anyway, that doesn't take away from the match. It doesn't add to the match to me. It just it's just there. And it's obvious when Paige cut himself, you saw him put the blade back in his boot. Did you see it? No, I did not catch his. I definitely saw. I didn't catch Brian's, but I caught Paige's. He put his it, it's his minimal stuff, but good match overall. Definitely the best match of the night. It yep. wasn't the best segment of the night because that was next. That was MJF's first loss yes. of the year. That was such a great segment. That was so good. Do you think they're improvising on the mics? Do you think, did you think Punk knew that WrestleMania line was coming up? Like, did you know, like, because he kind of was like smiling and like shocked by it? I think they get to go out there and improvise a lot because, I mean, I think it's been noted that they don't necessarily have writers. Now, they may have a few talking points 
So maybe they kind of have a sense of what's coming, but they don't know exactly what's coming. Yeah. So okay. I feel like they're, especially those two, because those two are good on the mic. I'm sure they're just, yeah, go do what you do. It's probably the best promo. I think this promo was better than their first one. Yeah. In my opinion, because I think it was more, it seemed like it was less scripted and like it, it seemed like they weren't taking each, like the first promo, they were taking turns talking and so was this one, but this one seemed more of like a conversation like, you know, oh, you think the grass is greener on that side? Get the you know the old main event night four of a buy one getting free, which is hilarious. That was way. great. I was laughing because at that. It's gonna become that one day. WrestleMania will be literally Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yes, <laughs> I'll probably go Thursday through Sunday. I could see a, a four night <laughs> buy two get two free. Yeah, be a seat filler. Yes. I saw so many people on Twitter post that they got. Um, approved to be a seat filler. Yeah. <laughs> I saw so many people. That's hilarious. Yeah, I was surprised when I saw that and I sent it to you. I was like, is this real at first? And then, yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, but Just that match was great. Um, I did make fun of Punk for bringing up WWE and, and, and um, MJF. They, they, they talk about it all the time. Yes. AEW is obsessed with WWE. They won't stop talking about WWE. They want to be WWE so bad. They want to be as big as them. I don't blame them. I mean, I don't blame them either, but every show, every night, every yeah. show, every night. Yeah, I, I did like it better when it was a little shot here and there. And, and But now, yeah, it is getting to be. And now, will WWE probably snap back at them? Probably. They're going to try to do something. They I did, hope so. They did last time. That makes it more interesting. I'd love to see the two sides well, go at it. I, th- I thought microphone. about this a long time, and I criticize AEW a lot. You do, yes. For bringing up WWE, but... Why shouldn't they? They they acknowledge New Japan. They acknowledge AAA. They acknowledge Impact. They acknowledge ROH. They acknowledge other wrestling companies. They acknowledge yep. me. Why won't they acknowledge WWE? They're just a wrestling promotion. They acknowledge all of them. Exactly. Except so, for they're the heel promotion, so they treat them like the heels. But what I'm trying All the rest are face promotions. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is people that knock AEW for bringing up WWE, I don't... Maybe I got too high. I don't know. But maybe, maybe they're not knocking WWE. They're just bringing up history because he was there. And then, like I said, they don't, they talk about AAA. They talk about all these promotions. Yeah, they do. This is just history. Malachi Black has that eye because he was in WWE. Yes. So, like, they don't, they're actually, I like it because they, they don't pretend other places don't exist. Yes. They are actually, like, realistic. And I like that about them. Like, that's, so I've turned around. But yes, they do okay. bring up too much. Yeah. It's they, a new year, new year, new you. <laughs> yeah. New year. I was just like midnight wow. one night playing Madden going, wow, like that's not bad. Like yeah. they should acknowledge WWE and WWE should acknowledge them. Like yeah, I'm for every it. promotion should acknowledge. Not, them. not when you're overdoing it, but I am for it. Yeah. Like I said, and I, I would hope that one day we could see some cross promotion stuff between the two. Why not? It would be awesome. Never would happen, but why not? Not as long as Vince is in control. It'll never happen until after he's no longer in control. Jade Cargill is the new TBS champion on one of the most botched finishes of all time. Oh, man. It's that whole match was in slow motion. Yes. Ruby Riot could have ran circles around her before Jade got her next move in. A lot of people are upset that Jade won. She... She shouldn't have even been in the finals. It should have been Thunder Rosa versus... Ruby Soho. Ruby Soho. Absolutely. Did I call her Ruby Riot? Sorry, guys. 
Should have been Ruby Ruby Soho versus Thunder Rosa. That would have been a banger. Yes. And I think Ruby should have lost. I'll tell you why. Ruby's the, the TBS title is a secondary title. Mm-hmm. Right? It should go on the secondary person. Ruby Wright needs to be fighting for the title, the championship, but so does Thunder Rosa. So is Thunder Rosa. Yeah. So does Jade. Jade's big. Jade's a star. Like she's a superstar. That's the thing. She's got like the superstar, <clears throat> excuse me, the superstar personality and the look. She just doesn't quite have the superstar ability in the ring yet. No. She's got a ways to go. A long ways to go. So she shouldn't have even been in it. Maybe Statlander would have been better. Yeah. Like I can think of so many women that could have been better. But I think it's just from a marketing standpoint, who's your best option there? It's probably Jade. It's probably Jade because she's got the look. She's jacked. She's tall. She's got she's got this aura around her. Yep. Um, and I mean, God, that sucks. It sucks. Yeah. I wish. I mean, she sucks. Her wrestling has a long ways to go. But for this to have been a everyone to be OK with it, I think. Her wrestling just needs to be somewhat better. It doesn't have to be extremely better. She has a lot of room to get better, but even if it was only a little bit better, this wouldn't have seemed like well, kind of a questionable decision. She doesn't fit that AEW style, which is like fast moving, fast paced. Like if she was in WWE, I think they would do a better job with her because they're more slow, methodical. They, they know how to work with. So, like she is definitely more powerful and bigger than other women in AEW. Yep. They don't use that to their advantage. She's more. Where Ruby Wright and all these people are like just flipping around doing shit. Like the main, the, the spot, the ending, who booked that? That was horrible booking. Who said that's a good spot? Yeah. Because it's not. She, it was, first off, it's very awkward because how do you get them, you know, face to back and then drop her? Like it was very awkward. And then can we talk about where she dove into getting a rolled up pinned? Did you see that <laughs> yes. out of the corner there? Like, they stopped for a second. I'm like, oh, what is she going to do? Is she going to like stomp down on her? Is she going to like try and put her in some leg? Nope. She just rolled herself into a pin. Why? So how are they <laughs> going to protect her? Because she's such a bad wrestler and she's holding a title. No. A, TV, a TBS title. It's going to be just like the TNT title where she defends it a lot. Yes. That's so a very good point. She's going to have to wrestle these matches, these bad matches. Oh, and who finally beats her? Someone's going to take the title from her. Yeah. Who's going to be the best to beat her? But I'm wondering who... Who can carry a match? Who can carry her in a match? Because like we were saying, Ruby Soho, as good as she is, was struggling to carry her in that match. Outside of maybe Thunder Rosa, is there anyone else that can really... Not on that roster. Not on that roster. Yeah. She's like the only one I really feel like maybe could do it. I think I would like to see her and Riho go because Riho's so little. I do like the big person, little person dynamic. So that could could work. Yeah. Um, But other than that, like... First off, there shouldn't be a secondary women's title. There should there shouldn't be. I'm sorry, not yet, not yet. You just don't need it. You could you, could reveal the trios champion. You know how many trios there are in AEW? All of them. <laughs> Everyone's a trio. Everyone's a trio. Like if they introduce a trios title, do they just do away with the tag title at that point? Because everyone's a trio. No, but there's there's a trios champion in like New Japan or something over there. So like the trios ex- exist. Like that happens. So why couldn't you have that with like, you got the best friends and you have the super click and you have now now the undisputed era, whatever you want to call them now. Yeah. I don't even know what they're called anymore. Yeah, we don't know yet. <laughs> the red dra- undisputed dragons. You have death triangle. Well, pack, pack is gone. Pack's gone again. Yep. No pack. No pack. No pack. 
You, I mean, you got the Dark Order. They could be a trio. So there's so many trios, and yet there's only so many. There's so little women that can actually hold a match. Yeah. You know, maybe. It, I don't. It's over. Can we move on? <laughs> we can move on. Can we move on. What's next? Um, we're gonna talk about Jericho's hair. Oh yes, yes. Just for a little bit. Not long, guys. Not long. And and before we dive into that, I just want to ask, preface that with what's more distracting last night, Jericho's hair or MJF's orange hands? Gosh, that's bad because I noticed that too. Because his he always has that spray tan look, which we've been trying to talk about. Do you think that's part of his gimmick? No, a they, bad spray tan, or does he just get bad spray tan? They all do. If you watch Being the Elite, that's all they do. Yeah, <laughs> like that's but all. Like they his do. looks obnoxiously bad. Like it goes with his yes. persona a little bit. So I'm like, is he doing that on purpose, or is maybe that- he's smarter than the average wrestler? But they all have bad spray spray tans. Like they they all think they're still in the indies, and they all have bad <laughs> spray tans. But um, Jericho's hair. Oh my gosh, he came out, and I'm like. What is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> it was like perfectly long. It, so there's a guy I finally met um, in real life. He has a, I've never seen this before. He has a hairline tattoo. His hairline is tattooed and it's tattooed because he's balding and it's mm-hmm. tattooed up to his hair. So like, seriously, I, this is real. This is a real thing. People so, are really doing this. So does he have to go back every once in a while to get it added on? I don't know. He's the manager at WAB. <laughs> This one right here? Yeah. I'll be on the lookout for that. <laughs> no, he's he's quitting. He put his two weeks in because he's a dirtbag. Right. He was forced to put his two weeks in. We don't need to get into that story yes. on this podcast. No. <laughs> but he's a bad, we're taking a weird left turn he's here. He's a bad dude. Okay. You can imagine anyone that gets their hairline tattooed, bad dude, right? Okay. So, so about Jericho's hair. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So did Jericho decide it was a great idea to paint. Like it literally looks like he took a paintbrush and painted his hair brown. Like he found a generic brown color. And was like, I'm just painting my hair. Yep. And then you saw that the, the edge, like the, the, the yes. it was clumpy. I remember seeing something on some TV show once where they were making fun of like whenever all these like hair restoration stuff. And it was basically someone took a board. It was like this big, like a flat board with a hole, an oval cut out, and they just set it on your head, almost like a crown, and then they take spray paint and spray paint the top of your head, and then they lift it back up, and it would be like a perfectly straight line. Yeah. But you could tell that it was painted. Definitely Jericho. I forget what that was on, and that's what came to mind whenever I was watching that last time. Dude, we've seen people retire from the NFL. Um, Jason Witten, Drew Brees. They go into the booth, their hair is luscious. But when they were playing, their hair was bald. Yes. Jericho, call those guys up. Just call Drew Brees, see what he did. Because his (laughs) hair looks natural and fine, but it's kind of weird because we knew he was balding. Yes. Jericho, just call. It's bad, man. Or just just own it. Yeah, own it. Let it go. Just just get a haircut again. You had short hair before. Yeah. All right. Enough of Jericho. I just had to bring that up because that was very... Like yeah. I couldn't stop tweeting about it. Yes. My favorite thing. It was wild. Uh, let's go to the main event. The Jungle Boy. Was there anything else? That was it, right? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, Jungle Boy. Um, Luchasaurus versus the Lucha Bros. Oh, Ray Phoenix. Yes. That was. We we found out today it was just a dislocation. Not broken. Thank nothing goodness. broken. Um, bad times. I saw it when it happened. We were talking. We were before the show. We, we fired up the mics. We talked about it. I saw it as it happened, and he was like, uh, uh, like, you know, pointing at his arm. I'm like, God, this is bad. Like, this is why you don't do stupid spots. This is why. And see, I was wondering if you were going to bring that up. I don't think this was one of those super unnecessary, crazy AEW spots. 
that they botched. I thought this was kind of a regular spot. It was a, what, a choke slam into a table. It was more so a freak accident than a trying to do too much spot. Now, if he would have been running and trying to do the thing where he just jumps from the mat up onto the ropes and springboards off and then slipped and fell, I'd be like, all right, that's a little too much. I thought this was just a freak accident of he just misjudged whenever he was getting slammed. He was going to put his hand down to help brace his fall, and he swung it a little too far because he wasn't getting slammed as quick as he thought, so his arm went around too quick. It was just nasty. They showed the replay like four times. Yeah, I was wondering. I don't think they noticed what had happened when they showed the replay. I think How? they were also looking. They were looking at the table exploding. No, I was looking at his arm. The every shot, even when he, when it happened live, I saw it. And I'm like, oh my god, because I I'm a dad now. I'm old, and I realized that I hate these big spots because I don't want to see anyone get injured. I just always feel for these guys, even when they're doing the Canadian destroyers off the top ropes, like earlier in the match. I'm like, Jesus Christ, like someone's gonna break their neck. Yeah. When when um when a Pinta did the uh, what's the move called? Where what's the move called, Chris? Cuban something. Welcome to Mexico. <laughs> China, a night in China. I have no idea what you're talking the about. The move where he picks him up and he does the thing. Wow, that helps. Now I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about where he picks him up. Made in Japan. And does the thing. Made in Japan. He's all over the world right now. <laughs> Is this uh, the Epcot move? He's just going around the world right now. <laughs> yes. Chris, I think it's called like Made in Japan. Okay. He does this thing where he... So we went, from, let's go Mexico to Made in Japan. <laughs> yeah, All right. Something like that. That move was wicked. These guys, man, these these Pintas and these Ray Phoenixes and even Darby, well, when he does that stupid slingshot through the ropes, like almost The super kills. dive? Yeah. These Shot guys, out of a cannon? These guys have to realize that they are young and they're going to make a lot of money if they don't kill themselves first. Yeah. They could have slowed down. They might still have that indie mentality for some of them. Yes. Like you got to do extreme stuff there. Every match, which I totally respect it and get it. Every match doesn't have to be a five-star match though. Yeah. Not every match. You can have a regular good solid match. But then they get ripped on by Josh Kimmel. (laughs) (laughs) I don't rip them. I only rip them when they. This dynamite is boring. It's not pay-per-view caliber. Well, I'll tell you what was boring, which was the worst part of the whole night and I'm talking about even with Jay Cargill is the very ending when Jungle Boy rolled him up one two three and then it had a awkward show Jericho show Malachi Black lights turn out for no reason <laughs> then the tag team all the tag teams in the wrestling organization come out and like look at them very WWE-ish oh yeah I'm we're next you know they're standing there pointing at him oh yeah woo was bad but why did they do that because they had nothing else because they had to fill time chris that wasn't the correct ending the exactly. ending was the ending was the ending was lucha rose were going to retain i think christian was going to turn or or i think malachi black was the house of black was going to reveal themselves because why turn the lights out and nothing happened yeah that's a good point maybe they debut start a feud with the um, because with when earlier, and Boy. earlier, well, no, with with Pinta and Lucha Bros. Because earlier in the show, we didn't even talk about this. Earlier in the show, Malachi Black wrestled somebody. The lights went out. You know, no, um, he was. I think he was. Oh, he's the the Pillman guy. Yeah, Brian. Pillman. Yeah, they were wrestling. Beat him up, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then Lucha Bros came out for no reason, no. Just, just to come out. And the lights went out, 
And then they switched spots. They switched spots. And then the lights came back on. Yeah, I was wondering, like, that's it? Yeah, that's all? That, that was it. So, but that alluded, that alluded to a future feud, right? Because, well, he's feuding with Pac because he spit in his eye and now he's blind, whatever. Yeah. So, this allude, like, they're, they're feuding somehow. And there's rumors of the House of Black forming. Yep. And maybe they were going to debut one of the House of Black members. Never happened. Because they had to call Audible because they thought Ray Phoenix's arm was going to fall off. <laughs> so so yeah. you saw Christian whisper into the uh, ref's ear, we got to change it. His arm is falling off. And then, they, and then, well, what, what should we do? Roll him up. No, call the WWE style. Roll him up. Roll him up. The most <laughs> devastating move. <laughs> so we roll. Oh, that whole entire match ends with a roll up. Yeah. Very, very WWE-ish. But... You say WWE-ish, but come on, you got to give them a pass. If if they had to change it on the fly and they just needed to hurry up and end the match. Yeah, I know. I, I'm, that's why I'm not giving them credit. I'm not giving them much shit. Okay. But okay. where do they go? Where do they go here? Are they are they credible champions? Are they are they going to succeed? Are they going to have a good long? I think I don't think they're going to have a long title run at all. I think Christian. The end game is Christian will turn on them. Okay. And then they're going to lose to someone. I, I hope they get a decent run because I feel like everybody has been wanting them to be tag champions for a long time. They were one of my favorite tag teams right out of the box, right from the beginning of AEW. So I was excited to see them win. Although, like you said, it probably wasn't supposed to happen last night. Sad to see that that's the way they got the title, but still, I hope they get at least a decent run and then lose eventually at the next pay-per-view to whoever, whatever tag team, seriously in March, March in Orlando. Yeah. It's like a two month reign, three month reign, whatever it is. No, it's not bad. As long as they get some title defenses in there. I mean, they'll have like two maybe, you know, <laughs> against like the, the varsity blondes and then, and then they'll beat up like uh, the the gun club. The gun club. Yeah, they'll beat the gun club and then they'll lose Heel it to gun club. Then they'll lose it to like FTR or something because FTR should be champions in my opinion. They have been. They I'd should. Like, I'd like to see. The, I think the only other one on my list right now that hasn't been champion that I'd really like to see is Santana Ortiz. That'd be nice. That'd be really cool. So, I think they're really good. Yeah, I think so too, but whatever. Um, that concludes this week in wrestling. Mm-hmm. We're going to go straight into the awards because we don't want to run too long. We don't want you to get bored. So we have the awards of 2021. Um, this took me two weeks to come up with my list, honestly, and I was still changing it. Like I, I changed one of mine right when we sat down. Okay. Because it was like, you know, I, I, I just couldn't pick up you know, who I wanted to do. So where do you want to start, Chris? I'll give you. Let's start with the worst gimmick of the year. The worst gimmick of the year. All right. Let's and, start with the worst. And I'm sorry. I'm a bad producer. I did not load up anything. I, I had two weeks to do this. I just didn't do it. I didn't do it. I was Killing watching me. football. Yeah. Yeah. Killing me. Well, you know, sometimes, Chris, when you push me. You'll, I, just, you'll just have to make the sounds on the fly. <sighs> there you go. In the wards for worst gimmick of the year. Go ahead, give me yours. My worst gimmick of the year, and you gotta let me know because you promise you're not gonna spoil them. I so promise. I'll trust you. No, 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 I'm saying I'm gonna trust you in the sense of any time that you said you could probably guess all of them, which you're probably right. <laughs> Just tell me whenever you got it right, okay? So all with right. that said, worst gimmick of the year. It was funny because I, I wanted to go through and look, and so I started pulling up rosters. That's usually what I do for a lot of these things because uh-huh. I want to make sure I'm not forgetting somebody, and I'm going through. Started on the AEW side. I'm like, man, I don't know. There's no gimmick that I'm just like that's real prominent on the show because there's maybe some not-so-good ones, but they're not really prominent characters, so whatever. I'm going through. I asked my girlfriend. I'm like, who's, who's worst 
gimmick because that's one I'm kind of struggling with. A lot of these I kind of knew. And I'm going through, I'm like, I'm going through the AEW roster right now. She's like, why? Just go through WWE roster. There's some very bad <laughs> ones there. I'm like, that's a good point. Thought about it for like two seconds, and I came up with mine, and it would be Nikki Ash. You got, got it right? right. <laughs> you got it right? Yeah. But I think that's because I did talk about how much I disliked that one. I really liked her Nikki Cross gimmick. And so to her completely changed to the Nikki Ash one. It seems so typical elementary WWE-ish. It was just bad. And I think we saw that. It didn't pan out at all. So I heard this today. Reasons why she changed her name, the real reason, because Karrion Cross was getting called up and they didn't want two crosses on there. That's stupid. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. There's so many. There's Orange Cassidy, Isaiah Cassidy, Adam Page, um, Ethan Page. Like, I get mixed up sometimes, so I definitely get it. I really do. But yeah, it is stupid. It's a stupid gimmick. You should have just called her Nikki if you didn't want it. Yeah. The superhero gimmick is dumb. It was a bust. You won the championship. It was a joke. Yes. Um, that was going to be my worst gimmick, but I took, took it off last second. That's the one you took away? Because, okay. I, knew, because I knew it was going to be yours. I'm you like, just got here and you got a sense? I don't want to double up. I, well, I already knew it was yours. I mean, because it was... Like, if we were doing real, if this was getting published and, like, I was writing an article about it, yeah, yeah it'd would definitely win. be Nikki Ash. Okay. But I'm going to go my worst gimmick is also a woman wrestler, also in the E, and she is returning to Monday Night Raw this week. I'm going to go the women, the woman, the girl fiend, Alexa Bliss, the fireballs, the magic yeah. The the WrestleMania moment where she was bleeding from the head for no reason. Yeah. For no reason. We never did get an explanation on that, did we? No. No. It just happened. It happened and then Bray Wyatt got fired. <laughs> so like it literally <laughs> it happened and Bray Wyatt got fired. That was um, it. She stole the gimmick from she didn't steal it. I mean she was probably she's probably she wasn't in the back going, Ooh, I really like that gimmick. Can I have that, Vince? No, she was told this yeah. is your gimmick. But yeah, and it does, you know, I, I get what you're saying there. It sucked. Like, honestly, it was a rip. How could you have a, your gimmick is a ripoff of someone else's creation. That sucks. Yeah. And, and the, the magic and the fire and the match with Randy Orton, like all this stuff sucked. And the doll, the doll is the worst part of this. Yes. The doll, Lily, that's where it just sucked. And now she's on this road to redemption, back to Raw, road to Raw, or whatever they want to fucking call it. I don't know how they're going to do it. Just bring her back as regular Alexa Bliss. No one's going to care. No one's going to question it. Just bring her back. Yes, please. Because this gimmick sucked. Yeah, because I liked her a lot as Alexa Bliss. She was probably one of, if not my favorite, WWE women's wrestler whenever I was watching it weekly. And then, yeah, the, the, that whole gimmick, and like you said, especially the doll, that's where it just lost me. I'm yeah, like, the doll was chasing Shayna Baszler around. Yeah, everyone's terrified of this little doll <laughs> that just sits there. It, and then the doll bites at the screen. See, oh, God, it's so bad. Yeah, it's awful. Runner-up, Nikki Ash. Yep. Second runner-up, Orange Cassidy. <laughs> no. No. You're way off there. All right. Moving on. You want to go most improved? Let's go most improved wrestler. Most improved wrestler. All right. We're going to do a most improved wrestler. Chris, you can go first because uh, you're going to be surprised by mine. I think you might be surprised by mine as well. This is the only one I would fairly confident that you wouldn't guess. I, I, I didn't even try to guess this one because there could be so many. There could be. 
So for mine, I'll just jump straight into it. I went with Bianca Belair. I thought she just did such a good job of, like, I've always thought she was good, but, like, she's really in the last year, I feel like, placed herself kind of in the main event, kind of in the top of the scene for the women's division. She's definitely worthy of it. Now, whether or not they treat her that way, you know, like, she's really become a big fan favorite over the last year. I feel like she's regressed from NXT to the main roster, which most NXT stars do, but I definitely see her point. Yeah. Where she came in and she NXT, was just kind of in the mix. Well, well, well here, so she may have been WrestleMania night one. Yep. Um, that was awesome. That was great. But then when she was champion, all she did was cry. All she did was say, no one believed in me. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, she should have been like that powerful bitch, like the EST. Yeah, and that's why it's it's kind of hard because it's a little bit of it is just the bad booking stuff. But I'm trying to look through that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know, trying to give the benefit of the doubt that I just feel like she's cemented herself as like a legitimate star. No, I could definitely understand that. And I see it. She is a legitimate star. Her losing in 32 seconds or whatever it was to yeah. Becky Lynch didn't help. No. Just see, that's why picture. I couldn't put her on my list as most improved. She wasn't even on my short list, but I could definitely see where she should have been there. But she's not, and I'll tell you why, who my most improved is. You should easily guess this. Easily. It's the most predictable one. He's an AEW superstar. He's in one of the best tag teams of all time. <laughs> I'm going to go Matt Jackson. I have to go Matt Jackson. I'll tell you why. When he first came on the scene, he sucked. <laughs> like, he sucked. His acting sucked. His overacting sucked. Um, his wrestling was fine. It's just now he's finally set into this role where he's a good heel, I get his gimmick, he's a goofy, like I wear stupid outfits, I got Brandon Cutler, he's my stooge, like, I feel like he's improved so much, and this is not even wrestling-wise, he's improved as a character, mm-hmm. his character sucked, it sucked so bad, it was, and maybe, and then I didn't, I love heels, so it's not like I just didn't get his character, yeah. it's just he didn't know how to do it, and now, on national TV, because he might have done it in the Indies and it worked, blah, 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 blah. But shit, this ain't the Indies anymore, kid. And he did a great job. If you can sell me, if you can have me believe in you as a heel, you did a goddamn good job. Because I, I'm very crucial with these yeah, bad heels. Extremely critical of all of them. <laughs> I hated him. But the way he works, especially with when Paige came, when, not Paige, when Adam Cole, baby, showed up. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where they peaked, in my opinion. When the super click is formed... That's when they peaked. They're not wrestling as much anymore. I don't know what's going on with them, actually. Could just be taking a little break. Yeah. But I just love, love what he's become. And it's just Matt. Because Nick was always fine. He was always just a, just a guy like... The, he wasn't He wasn't going over the top like he, Matt was. Yes, Matt was going over the top. Yeah, I remember you would text me that every week. <laughs> Look how stupid that was. He's trying way too hard. I hate this guy. He would he he would tag in and do a move and then celebrate and and forget he's a legal man to make a pin. Like yeah. that's how bad he was at first. But now he's finally getting into it. They understand the business and national t- He would he would do a move and pose not on the hard cam. Yeah. It's like, dude, what are you doing? Like that's the kind of stuff he was doing before. And now he's actually understanding where the cameras are and where to gloat and how to come it's just everything's coming together for him and i it's, i hate it they're taking a break because they're hitting their stride no but they'll be back don't worry when omega comes back and it's super click versus the elite it's gonna be fuck, not super click undisputed era versus the elite it's gonna be fucking awesome it's gonna be the best match i yeah. can't wait for it 
yeah, it's going to be great. All right. Yeah, that's probably one of the ones I probably could have guessed off yours. I won't be able to guess all of yours, but that's one of them I was expecting. Most improved wrestler overall, though, like wrestler, wrestler, like wrestling abilities, Xavier Woods. I think he did awesome. I think he's, they gave him more ring time, but you don't watch the WWE anymore. I don't watch it as much anymore. No. <laughs> Listen, I'll watch it whenever I quit seeing people on Twitter complain about how much they can't stand that they wasted two hours of their life or three hours of their life watching it. <laughs> Whenever, because I remember those days when I was feeling like that. So once I stop seeing that, I'll I'll gladly jump back in. But all right, next up, all right, this is gonna be an easy one for you to pick off my answer. So I'll just you know best pay per view of the year. Ooh, I don't know. Could be any of that. Was it all out, all in, revolution, full gear? I mean, <laughs> which one is it? Fast lane. Oh, you know what? Did I really I really liked um, this year's. Uh, um, great balls of fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what's funny is you, I could have said that and you'd be like, yeah, yeah, it was a good show. Like you have no idea what these pay-per-views are in WWE anymore. Nope. You have I no know idea. What they have. Starcade was awesome. You know, back, <laughs> <laughs> Bash at the beach. That's a good one. Yep. That was a good one. All right. So let's, how about you kick this one off? Tell me your best pay-per-view <sighs> of the year. Mine's going to be a surprise. Mine's going to be crown jewel. Crown Jewel, yep. that is a surprise. Going Crown Jewel, because I'll tell you why. There's two reasons. Maybe because... It's a big swerve. Let's hear it. Yeah, maybe because it's a little bit like I find, I, I felt I was I felt like I was cheating the system. I'm finally working from home now. I could watch it at noon. Like, I was like on company time getting paid to watch wrestling. Like, and they had such... They really did have good matches. You know, Brock Lesnar. You know, even the Goldberg-Lashley match wasn't that bad. Edge and, and Rollins and Hell in a Cell was phenomenal. Like, they really did have, like, Riddle came out on a camel. That match was good. Like, there was just so many good matches during this pay-per-view, and it gets shit on because it's Crown Jewel and they're in Saudi Arabia. Did they have any title changes this time or still none? I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. Because I know they bill a lot of title matches, but I don't know if anyone ever. And the the couple that I've watched, nobody, there's no title changes ever. The only title that was handed out was for the 40-man Royal Rumble where someone got a belt that we've <laughs> never seen again. Braun Strowman. He yes. still has it. He's the, he's the longest reigning champion in he's WWE He's the longest history. reigning Royal Rumble champion. <laughs> the greatest Royal Rumble. The greatest Royal Rumble champion. The only one to do it. I hope, honestly, I hope he debuts in AEW sometime and he brings out that title. He's like, I'm, I'm going to defend this title. He could be the Joker on a... Um, on one of their battle royals, he could be the Joker. Oh yeah, the the wild card or or the what do they call those things? The Joker. The Joker. They call it the Joker. Are you yeah. sure? <laughs> so anyway, hold on, I'm not done yet. So RK Bro in Riddle versus AJ Styles and Omos. That wasn't good. But Vega wrestled against Dewdrop. That wasn't good. <laughs> not making a good case for yourself but right now. Xavier Woods defeated Finn Balor. That's big. That was a good match too. Becky Lynch defeated Bianca Belair and Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. That was a really good match. There was a, this card top to bottom wasn't that bad. Um, it was the most. I'm telling you, maybe it was because I was working at the time and I was watching on company time. But I really enjoyed the full thing. It wasn't late at night. It wasn't eleven o'clock. I'm falling asleep. It was so just because of time of day. Yeah, I mean you could do it while working. But, but I looked this up as most enjoyable. Okay, and it was really enjoyable to watch this show. I, I think so. Okay. I mean, it's a weird flex, but okay. Oh, 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 oh. so for mine, 
Shocker, I'm going with AEW All Out. Yes, because that is truly the best pay-per-view of the year. Was that the one with the cage match? with? Um, that was the one with all the debuts. You don't remember that one? Yeah, I remember. But what was the one where Lucha Bros faced uh, um, the Hardy Boy Light? Um, <laughs> what are they called again? The Young Bucks. Yeah, that was this one. That was All Out? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. That's what I was going to get to. I was going to go through it. You know, go what, was through I some do- what was I doing that night? Was I watch? Was that a fantasy football draft? I think so. Yeah, <laughs> that was my fantasy football. Yeah, draft. Yeah, because this one's the one that's in September. That was like your thirty eighth fantasy football draft that you could not miss. Yeah, for the and, best pay per view. So you had to see everything like after or like while you're trying to draft or so. I don't know. No, I watched it the day the day after. Okay. Even though I knew everything what happened. Which that reminds me, have you blocked out in your schedule for the pay per view in March? Um, I, I think we're getting close enough now. I need to start texting you every day because you always say you forget when the pay-per-views are and then you're too busy to watch them. Live. I don't know if you've watched a pay-per-view live yet. Yeah, I watched the last one live. Did you? Yeah, day one. <laughs> you have not watched a real AEW pay-per-view live yet. Yes, I have. I'm going to make sure that you watch the next one live. Yeah, in Orlando. We're going. I'm not going to that one. I got tickets. Do you? I could if I wanted to. Not in that stadium, man. It's not a stadium. It's a freaking gymnasium. Yeah. Does it come with a free fan? Because it's hot in there. I would definitely, if I had to go there again, I would definitely bring my own fan. Yes. And anyone that's going to Revolution, is it Revolution? Yes. Anyone going to Revolution in Orlando, bring a fan, um, pack some beers in your pocket because you're not getting a beer there. Yep. This, this is impossible. And eat at the taco place across the street. Eat it. Don't stand in this obnoxious 20-mile line just to get into a freaking arena. Yep. Enjoy yourself. Go go eat a taco. Go. They don't have any beer there because they sell out, apparently. You got to get there early for that. Got to get there. Seriously, what are we doing standing in the lines? Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah, there's no point. So, oh, and leave early. You get out of there real quick. Yes. <laughs> yep. So, anyways, all out. Um, they open, I'm not going to spend too much time on this, but Jurassic Express and the HFO and the pre-show, which was surprisingly decent for a pre-show match, but the Miro versus Eddie Kingston, because there was such a good build up to that. And that was a really good, hard hitting match, a little bit different from typical AEW high flying match. So I thought that one was good. I know me and you both weren't a huge fan of the John Moxley fight against that guy from, where was he like New Japan or something? Yeah. Cause we didn't know him. There was no story there. A lot of people loved it. People that are like watch wrestling 24-7 loved it. So, okay. Britt Baker, Statlander was all right. The match you just talked about, the Young Bucks and the Lucha Brothers match, that one was really, really, really good. Might be coming up for match of the year. Could be. It very well could be. We'll see. Uh, A couple okay matches. MJF Jericho wasn't great. Um, Seeing CM Punk wrestle for the first time. You know, even if the match itself was okay, but you know, that moment of watching him wrestle for the first time in all those years. Mm-hmm. And then the Kenny Omega Christian cage, that match was all right. Their first one was definitely better of the two, but it was what happened after that with the debuts. So it was hard for me to pick a pay-per-view that wasn't all out because I knew it was going to be yours. Yeah. So I went with some stupid, one that I, <laughs> it's the best pay-per-view. I mean, it is. I, my job here as a host and a producer is to not double up. Yep. And I can't pick what you've picked. And I already know what you're going to pick. So I have to. And you know, sometimes. Pivot, but it's by far the best show. Sometimes I'm going to, I want to stray away from my answers, my typical answers. 
but I know that you are automatically going to stay away from those answers. I'm like, and I need to get them on the show. So I have to go right back to them. I have, I have to zig while you zag, but you're going to zag and try to zig, but you should always just zag. Yeah. I'll I'll just keep zagging. (laughs) All right, let's go up next. Let's go with the best tag team of the year. Best tag team of the year, Chris. I want you to go first this time. I wonder if we're going to have the same ones. Mm, I don't know. So for my best tag team of 2021, it's one that we might not see for a while in 2022. And that's the Lucha Bros. I I think they are the best. They were the most entertaining for sure. Like obviously for this, not to keep ragging on them, there was no way that I was going to pick anyone in WWE because they break up too often. But I was thinking about, you know, young bucks and I was thinking about like a Santana Ortiz. Cause I really like them personally. They just don't get enough time and enough spotlight young bucks maybe, but some of their matches get a little too cookie cutter ish. So I just thought for, for what it was, which one am I just most entertained by? Like if I'm sitting here watching a dynamite on Wednesday, I'm definitely not getting up for a bathroom break or to go grab another beer, whatever the case may be. Like, no matter what's going on around me, I'm going to sit and watch the whole thing, and that's a Lucha Bros match. I really feel like they moved up the ranks this year, especially thanks to Ray Phoenix. Yeah, special dude, Pinta's amazing as He's well. He's really good, too. I so, mean, not yeah. to take anything away from him, but I just feel like Ray Phoenix has really, really helped elevate them this year. No, I definitely agree with that. And I, I wish they didn't drop the titles last night, and I wish they did not. Yeah. I wish they kept on going because I, I would like to see them against – so many other teams, but they had to drop the titles, unfortunately. But they were not on my list, and I did not pick them because I knew you were going to. I knew you were going to, but I didn't pick them. I'm going to go with the E. You know who I'm going. You know who it is. No, has, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know who you're going. Bro, I know who this is. <laughs> it's RK Bro. It's RK Bro. It's by far RK Bro. They're, they're dynamic. They're backstage promos. They're backstage interactions. Riddle's freaking hilarious. Randy Orton is like the straight man and always pretends he's going to RKO him. Like that stuff, gets, that pops me. Yep. And I like it. Um, they have this new finisher where RK or Riddle pops the guy up. And did you, have you seen it? No, I haven't oh, seen dude, it. Oh, dude, it's awesome. So he throws him against the ropes. Riddle pops him up. And as he's getting popped up, Randy hits the RKO. It's fucking awesome. So is this like a modified 3D? No, the Usos do the 3D now. Yeah. Did you see that? Nope. They call it the 1D. I think I did hear about that. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I do remember hearing they about that. They did the 3D and called the 1D. But I'm going RK, bro, because first off, I love odd couples. We know this. Yes. I love backstage promos, but that are good. They do that. They nail it every single time. They they just nail it. I don't know what it is about them, but Babyface Randy Orton, I know we talked about this before. It's fucking awesome. I love Babyface Orton. He's funny. He's comical. Like, he can RKO you. He's like Stone Cold, as in, like, he could stun anyone and it doesn't affect it. He can RKO anyone, even his partner. And then and Riddle's like, all right, bro, you got me. You know, like, that just, that's just funny dynamic. And plus, they're awesome wrestlers. Like, they're awesome wrestlers. The only thing I wish, I, I wish they had more talent, like, more. This feels like they feuded with AJ Styles and almost for six months. Yeah. Since WrestleMania, I feel like. It might have been WrestleMania. Who they wrestled at WrestleMania? I don't even remember. Gosh. But I no, because Orton, Orton wrestled Bray Wyatt. I think I was just having a hard time because I had a feeling you would pick them, and I think they were definitely a good pick. My only knock against them is like what you just said. There's not a lot of competition for them to really showcase and elevate themselves. Or elevate other tag teams. Yeah. 
the whole point of this is to the whole point of their tag team is to elevate Riddle, right? And they're doing that. They're really they really are. But in the meantime, they're killing other tag teams, and they're not. They need to have a good feud, like a good like AJ and Omos. That ain't that ain't there. No, like that's not it. You need to like elevate. They don't they don't elevate tag teams. So you're right. The competition's kind of. Yeah, there. Yeah, it's a little loud. But by far, they're my favorite tag team of the year just because if you could find anything on Raw to like, that's that's it. It's good enough for me. And if they're on TV, they're must-see TV. Yep. Okay. I know. You always pop for them. You love them. <laughs> Bro. I mean, come on. Who doesn't love freaking Riddle? <laughs> Oh, so what we have? We have wrestler of the, wrestler of the year. We have feud of the year, and we have match of the year. Match of the year. So let's go to another obvious one for myself, and let's go with best feud of the year. You want to go first or second? I mean, you already know mine. Everyone should already know mine. So I'll just go ahead and get into it. It's definitely without a doubt. It's Omega and Hangman. Everyone knows that. As, so you can tell us for yours. Yours, we'll just put a asterisk next to it. Yours can be second best feud of the year because there's nothing better than this. There's no better feud than the story that's been telling itself for two years. Are you sure it's not uh, Jericho versus Lambert? <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> Are you sure? It's not? Well, I mean, come on, that feud was awesome. Um, when was MJF Jericho? Was that 2020? I, that might have been because I don't remember. But anyways, Omega. Hangman, that is the best feud of the year. They had this story going along from whenever they were friends to kind of not friends. But we're counting 2021, Chris. We're not going back to 2020. But that's part of the feud. That's where it began. It's been this long, slow burn that we've been waiting for it to pay off, and it finally did. It was the best feud. It was the one that I cared about the most by far. There was no other feud that kept my interest for that long, that wanted me to see the the final resolution and get, you know, the closure to the story. That's probably one of the best feuds that I've seen in years. Years. I'm trying to think. So I had about four. And I'll give you my four. Omega Page is one of them. Yep. O'Reilly, Adam Cole. That's one of them. That's a good one. Um, you had, um, I can't think. I think I want, I put Inner Circle versus the Pinnacle. Okay. I think that was early 2021. I didn't do, I, they didn't win. That's why I didn't. But come on. It's Cody versus the fans. <laughs> is that your number one? Yes. Oh, it's on. Cody versus the fans. That's 100% what I wrote down. That's 100% the best feud of all time. This 2021. <laughs> Cause I, I honestly, it is page versus It is. It's page yeah. versus Omega. And I didn't put it because I knew it'd be years. Of course. So I'm thinking, what's the next best? What's, feud? The, what's the second best feud? Cody, Cody versus, the, versus fans. the fans. Every single night we witness it live. They boo the hell out of him. He won't turn heel. He even has a new shirt that I want. That yep. is, he says heel. Babyface winner, winner. like I <laughs> with just, his neck tattoo stamped on there. <laughs> no, um, for real, it's Paige and Omega. Obviously, by far the best feud of the year. But if I'm going to be an asshole and be different, then it's going to be the way the fans treat Cody and the way Cody <laughs> refuses to turn heel. And um, it's just every single night, it's something different with the fans. Yep. <laughs> but throwing his weight belt back at him, mm-hmm. booing him like crazy. Yep. Okay. So, um, not much like mine's not much, but yeah, the whole, the, let's go back to page and, um, Omega real quick mm-hmm. when he lost his title shot because of the tag team, because of the, what was it? Like, uh, the dark order versus the elite. Yeah. When that happened, I was like, wow, 
Like, they're really going to treat Paige like this. Like, how are they going to get him back in? I thought for sure they were making room for Punk or Brian because it was at that time, yep. the, the rumors. So I was thinking, wow, they're really going to just put him on the back burner for Brian Danielson and Punk. That's not cool. Like, that's not the AEW way. Mm-hmm. But really it is because AEW at that time only had three champions, right? Jericho, Moxley, and Omega. Yep. Two of the three were WWE guys because they're big names. So I thought for sure it was going to be Punk or Brian after that. But they stuck to their guns because that's the beautiful thing about that feud is you, I, and me, and maybe other fans thought, like, holy shit, like, that's it? That's the payoff? Like, that's they're just going to move on? But they didn't. They stuck with it. He was the surprise joker, and he won, and yada, yada, and the rest is history. I think the way they handled that was perfect, though, looking back at it, because they knew if they had him win the title at, like, an all-out or something, or th- he wasn't really going to get all the attention that he deserved to get at that point. So they said, how can we do this where we can bring in, because we're not going to not bring in these new stars, but we also want to put him as our champion. We've been building to it. And that's what they they did the perfect thing. Yep. Have him lose some kind of a match or some stipulation. Mm -hmm. Go away just for a little bit. Let us get all of our excitement out over these wrestlers that just came over. And then, okay, now the initial excitement's low. We're still very excited, but the initial excitement's over. Now bring them back in and let's finish the story that yeah. we started two years ago. So if Paige would have won that night and then Cole and Brian debuted. It would have taken away a lot. It would have taken it. so much away from his title win. Like yeah. so much. So in the, in the end, they did the best thing for AEW and the best thing for Adam Page. <laughs> what? I was like, I, I was about to call him something else, but I'm glad I didn't call him something else. Okay. But um, anyway, they did the best thing for him. So yeah, that's the best feud by far from 2021. And if you say anything else, you're stupid. Yeah, you didn't watch wrestling then. Yep. So now we have match of the year and wrestler of the year. Obviously, we're going to go to match of the year. Yep. And um, this oh. one I might surprise you on. No, so I'm, I'm going to let you go first. Yeah, I'm just going to I'm just going to say it. It's Edge, Edge and Rollins, uh, Crown Jewel, Hell in a Cell. That match was phenomenal from the start. I don't think you ever saw it, which is a shame because that's one of the best matches. That is that's the best match of the year in my opinion. It had my attention. The story leading up to it was amazing. Their whole that that should have won. That should have been up there in the consideration of feud of the year. It brought back old Edge. It brought back the Brood Edge. Like didn't bring him back, but like that he really revealed himself. Like yeah, he is. He is. You know how they call him PG Punk in AEW. Like mm-hmm. yeah, Edge was becoming PG Edge, and then all of a sudden with this Rollins feud, Rollins breaking into his house, you know, threatening Beth Phoenix and his kids. Um, you know, Edge giving him a bloodbath. The first bloodbath we've seen in a while. Um, Edge coming from the, you know, the the brood. You know, mm-hmm. like that was cool as shit. Yeah, I'm glad like, to see that that's back. Yeah. That's awesome. So like that right there, I feel like that feud right there with Rollins and Edge and that match, that Hell in a Cell blow up. Like that was, it was hard for me to get excited about any kind of WWE match, but I was really excited for that match. And that's why Crown Jewel got that bump because of that match. That's the main reason. I didn't want to burn it earlier, but that's the main reason because that match belongs up there with the, I don't want to burn any of yours, but I'll give you some nominations oh, after go. you say yours. Okay. I won't do it. I won't do it. I won't do it. Okay. You can, you can burn them after. So for my match of the year might surprise you. You probably won't agree with it and that's okay. But this was my personal match of the year and I'm going with Britt Baker and Thunder Rosa way that back was, in March. That was this year. That was back in March. Okay. Of this year. I looked it up because I was like, man, it felt like so long ago. But I'm giving that one my match of the year based off of, I think, 
there's some other, I mean, you could make an easy argument for some other matches, better technical, better wrestling, whatever. I picked this one just because I feel like our going in expectations versus what we got, like what we got was so much better than what we were expecting. We were already expecting a pretty decent match. Thunder Rosa, we were starting to see more of her. Britt Baker was moving up in the ranks. We were expecting something pretty good, but then when we got that match, it was so good. It was to the point where, I mean, I know I watched it two or three times. It's one of the few matches I've rewatched. I've watched it. And I know you said you watched it. I watched it multiple times. Multiple I show my times kids. you show your kids. Exactly. Like, I feel like that was one of those matches that just like, it's one of those ones we're going to remember for a long time. Yeah. Maybe, was, maybe you can make an argument for a better match this year, but to me, it's my match of the year because I think it's going to be go down as one of the most memorable, one of those turning points for a young AEW company. So that's why that one takes the award for me. Yeah, that was a phenomenal match. Like I said, I showed my kids, um, both girls, and asked me if wrestling's fake or not. And I said, like, oh, you think wrestling's fake? Okay, and I showed them the match. <laughs> they said right, right after, oh, yeah, that, that looks like it hurts. Um, I mean, you could have done Walter. And, um, that match, yeah, that was a great match. That was really good too. Um, I was thinking about like there was so many, so many like this year had some really good matches. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was hands down to me Rollins and Edge and for you that women's match. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean Sasha and Bianca was cool to see live. It was cool to see live. I was mm-hmm. there. You know? No, I was cool. So that to one see. gets a little bit of a bump for you. Yeah, because I was there live. It was my first wrestling match in so long, and it was right down the street from us. Yep. You know. Um. Ironically, a lot easier to get in than the fucking bullshit bowl game we went to. <laughs> Gasparilla Bowl sucks. <laughs> I hate Raymond James Stadium. Okay. Wrestler of the year. Wrestler of the year. Now, I'm not going to burn it, but I want to know. Is it going to be Reigns or is it going to be Omega? Yeah, which one is it going to be? Which one do you think I went with? See, I, I, I think I know which one you went with. I gave on Twitter when I posted Twitter and you 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 quote quote tweeted me. I gave you a hint to my wrestler of the year. It's right there. Yeah, gave you a hint. The last line, I'm, it's better than yours. Going MJF. Yeah, yeah. He's your wrestler. My wrestler of the, of year, the year is MJF, and I'll tell you why. He doesn't need a title to be relevant. He he's not a world champion. He wasn't the belt collector. He wasn't. He doesn't need to be acknowledged. He was in the hottest feuds, like really the hottest feuds from the start to the finish. He went from Jericho to Darby to CM Punk. You know, he leads a faction of a bunch of bums that they don't even act like their faction anymore. <laughs> no, but they really don't. <laughs> neither does the um, help. They have Eddie Kingston helping out Jericho instead of Sammy Guevara. Like yeah. what happened to the inner circle? Anyway, that's not what I'm talking about. MJF had amazing feuds with Jericho and the whole, that whole pinnacle verse inner circle thing. That was phenomenal. The way that he spoke on the mic, um, him beating Darby Allen with a side headlock. Like he said he was going to do. It's fucking phenomenal. And plus the work he's doing with CM Punk. Now there's not a better program in wrestling right now. And there's no titles involved. There's never been a title involved. He doesn't need it. That's how good he is. He makes you hate him. He does like most wrestlers, most, most heels are getting cheered now because it's cool to like the heels, but people don't, they still boo him because that's how good of a heel he is. He's just real grimy. <laughs> yes. You just want to hate him. He, like you, you still like him, but you still want to hate him. He, he, 
He does a good job of that. I, I do. I, you know, it's obvious to go the, the title guys and the top guys. I definitely understand that thinking. But I went with who was actually the best. Who actually drew, like, f- people. Like, who... I never... When Omega was the heel champion, I never heard the boos as loud as they are for MJF. You know, well, Roman Reigns right now. I never heard the booze as loud. Even the pumped-in booze they do. They're still not... They're still, <laughs> Even pumped-in, it's still not as They're much. still not as loud and volatile than MJF gets. Yeah. And he's, like I said, he's doing it for basically nothing. There's no, like, there's no stakes on the line. It's all, I'm better than you. And I'm going to prove it. And I do prove it every single time. Yep. And he's going to beat Punk. You know, he got the best of Jericho. He beat the shit out of Darby. He's the, he's the future of AEW. And he's by far their not best wrestler, like technical, but he's their best performer. Yep. I, I, would just, agree. I will definitely put over, like, Omega's great. I get it. Reigns is great. I get it. I really do. But no one did more with less. Yeah. Nobody. He wins a stupid pinky ring. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yep. MJF, he, he is the show. He People come to see MJF. And I, I know you didn't see this coming, and no one probably did. But goddamn, he's, he, he's the reason why this punk feud is watchable to me. You know, he's the reason why the whole Jericho thing, because I'm starting to fall off the Jericho. He needs to stop. Like, I'm, he's not as good as he used to be. But MJF made it watchable. Even You know, I hate Darby. But that match, that feud was watchable because of MJF and the promos leading up to it. So MJF is by far the wrestler of the year. No titles needed. Wait till he gets a title. Wait till he gets the AEW World Championship, which he will have. Oh, That's sure. going to be berserker. He's going to be, uh, what is it, PWI top 50. He'll be number one by next year. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Now, by next year, you mean in 2023? Because we just started 2022. So you're saying within the 2022 calendar year? Think, or you mean literally next year, I 2023? He, I think he wins the title this year. Okay. All right. I think, I think he beats Paige. Okay. I could see that as happening. It would seem like a good natural progression of things. Um, I definitely think that's a really, really good pick for wrestler of the year for all those reasons that you said. And I was wondering, I was thinking about this too recently and you, and it's funny you brought it up with Jericho and everything. And it's kind of like kind of at the end of the road. Does in some sense, MJF feel like a, the next Jericho, like somebody that's going to be on the mic. He's that person that just really gets under your skin and annoys you. And that's one of the things that makes him so good. Like I see some shades of Jericho in him a little bit. I see. Yeah. But he's never going to turn baby face. He should never turn baby face. He'd be a terrible baby face. And Jericho could do both. Yeah. He's just the next where they brought it up on AEW. Rowdy Piper, like Rowdy Piper never needed titles to be relevant. He's one of the greatest of all time. Um, and that's MJF could be that, but he's going to win titles. That's the difference is he's going to win titles because he's that damn good. And there's no Hogan out there holding him back. You know, that's why Piper didn't win a title. But, um, yeah, I see him as like someone like that. Like all like he's never going to be the big muscle guy. He's never going to be the big larger than life star. But he's going to be around for a long time and he's never leaving. He's never going to WWE. That's never happening. I sure hope not. It's not happening. That's good. all. That's all. All the bullshit. He says, and these fake interviews, it's all heels. He doesn't break character. 
Yeah. Even on Twitter, he doesn't break care. He's he is who he is. I, I would like to see MJF break character, and I want to see who he really is because yeah. he'll never do it. Yeah, no, he sticks to it. All right, so for wrestler of the year, see, I was between three people. Oh, I thought it would just be one. No, I was between three. Oh, people. No, 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 two people. I, I I guessed two, but one. I all right. Let's let you go. To, I'm surprised three. It was between three people. Who's the third? The third was the one that you just named. It was MJF. Okay. Because he was one of the people I was considering. And the other one that didn't make my list because I thought he was going to be your first pick. So this is one of those times I did one of your moves where I purposely picked someone because you, <laughs> I thought you were not going to be. Chris, don't ever zag. So, or don't ever zig. I no, zig. You no, zag. but I, I went with Kenny Omega because I thought you were going to go Roman Reigns. Okay. I thought Reigns. I thought you also might go MJF, but... I thought you were going to go Reigns, so because I thought you were going Reigns, which I was actually very strongly considering all the way up until today, I said, no, Josh might probably talk about him for a while. So I still think we should talk about him in a minute anyways, because I think he's also a very good candidate. But I went Kenny Omega. And I didn't just go Kenny Omega just because he's in AEW or whatever, and that's what I watch more. I went that because I just, watching his wrestling... Like, he's just, he's an extremely good wrestler. Like, he's watching him. I heard all this hype about him before ever watching a match, and I've always been looking forward to watching him see if all the hype was real or anything, and I, I get it now. Like, to see all the moves that he does, um, how good he is in the ring and everything. And, yeah, he's maybe, he's you're right, he's not the best heel character, but he's good enough, you know, to be a top guy. The fact that all these promotions wanted him to hold their belts and everything, and then he worked that into the gimmick and the little subtle stuff that he did when people were talking about he's not holding the belts the right way. He shouldn't have that guy holding the belts so he comes out with them around his neck or whatever because he's only got so many hands. And mm-hmm. just all the matches that he put on, I thought he really elevated a lot of people and made a lot of other people look really good. And, and we could go on and on and on about all that. And I think what just elevated him even more to me is after he finally lost the belt. And just like what you hear about, like we were talking about football earlier, after the football season, we're going to hear about all these injuries people were playing with, and it kind of makes what they do seem a little more special. And so for him to hear about all of his injuries that he's been working through and the fact that he had the, um, what is it called, where he's... Vertigo. Vertigo. There you go. Thanks. The fact that he's had vertigo and pulls off what he does. Some people can barely walk or function regular stuff with vertigo. And here he is mm-hmm. jumping off the top rope, jumping around, body slamming, picking people up, the one winged angel, all while doing vertigo, you know, having vertigo and everything. I think that really gave him a little bit of an edge almost. Like yeah. that's that's insane that he's doing what he's doing in there with those issues and with all the injuries that he had. But then again, everyone has injuries at least. I don't think... Omega would have been so successful without Don Callis. Yeah, he definitely helped for sure. And the whole like with the good brothers there and when, but when, you know, the young bucks turn heel, but you think about all the matches he had with like, not nobodies, but lesser people mm-hmm. with orange Cassidy and jungle boy. Remember that triple threat match? Yeah, it was that there. Was, I remember that. That was phenomenal. That was a really good match. I didn't think it was gonna be a good match, but that was phenomenal. Yes. Um, it's like he, he really did. He's the anti-Roman where he elevated people during his run. Like he made Jungle Boy look good. He made, whereas Roman just buried, he, didn't, he doesn't mean to, but he buries his It's Cesaro just the way it's and, written there. Yeah. I mean, so, well, we can pivot over to Roman real quick because we said everything we need to say, but he had a phenomenal year as well. 
I got to give him his props just because I've always ragged on him as a baby face and that it just wasn't working. And they finally swerved to make him heal. And now he feels like the, the, the legitimate star they were trying to make him so hard as a baby face, but nobody would accept him. Well, it's funny. He came in as a heel. He came in as a heel. Yep. He was super over. Yes. <laughs> and then he had that baby face run and we hated it and it was being forced down our throats and they finally went back to heel and like, it's it's interesting again. Like it's good. I mean, it's getting kind of boring now because it's the same old shit with Brock Lesnar, and like there's no one legitimately there. Like his best feud, to my, in my eyes, was with Kevin Owens. No, yeah. but the Last Man Standing match botched huge when they could not get that handcuff undone. Like that was such a botch, oh, and it took away so from that bad. feud. Yes, so that, much. And I remember that match. Everything about it was so good, but that <laughs> part just took so much away from it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like the same thing with the Omega Moxley with the ring exploding. Yes. Like so, the so, fireworks show. so the many snakes things, and sparklers ending. Yeah. There's so many things that ruin a match that just do that, but you can't take away from the entire run and Roman's still champion. And the reason why he's still champion is because there's no one else left. No, and it's going to set up him in the rock. It's going to set up him in the rock. 100%. Roman should not lose his title until the, he should beat the rock. But then who beats him? Who beats Roman? That's what I was wondering. Like, because you watch WWE more than I do. Who beats him? Is this going to be like another long thing? Like it's going to be another year, another six to nine months, year before he loses it? Because they got to take some time to build someone up or are they going to go WWE style and call up Braun Breaker in two months and he's going to be champion? It's going to be Champa, man. It's yeah. going to be Champa. No, it's not going to be Champa. <laughs> Not gonna be Champa. No, he's, no. Prob- he's probably being cut right now as we speak. Yeah, God, that was horrible. That was horrible. We don't need to talk about NXT on the show because we are a positive show. We That's right. About, <laughs> we don't want to talk about the sad burial, the funeral of NXT. Jesus yes. Christ! Do you hear the news about Jeff Hardy? They wanted to put him in NXT. No, be the shaman for someone. No, that sounds awful. It's probably. I I hope. I wish that. Antonio Brown saw what Jeff Hardy did, and then he just copied him. Like, he quit WWE. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I know this is not a football show, but I called that Antonio Brown stuff. I said he quit because Bruce Arians was trying to make him play on a broken ankle. And he said, fuck you, I'm leaving. No, but then he got fired. He got fired on the sideline, and that's why he quit. That's why he did all that stuff. But nobody wants to talk about that. They want to just blame him because he's crazy. Get the fuck out of here. All right. Well, yeah, I haven't, and that does it for our <laughs> wrestling podcast. It just drives me nuts. You got an Antonio Brown card over here. That's actually the goat Tom Brady that you're looking at. Thank you. <laughs> goat Aaron Rodgers. All right. Anyway, that was the award show for 2021. 2022 looks promising as we have new tag team champions in AEW. We have maybe a new champion coming up in, uh, in March. I don't know who Paige fights next. I don't know. They're going to have some kind of contender match or tournament or who knows. What's your predictions? I don't know. I mean, anything could happen. I think it's hard to predict right now because we don't know who else. I feel like they have a few more signings up their sleeve. I feel like there's just a couple more to go and then the roster will kind of settle down. So it's kind of hard to say because there might be people I might think now, but then if they bring in other people that might shift their feud. So it's really, it's unpredictable. My prediction is it's unpredictable. I got hooked. You got Hook for which one? Hook and Page. Revolution. Wow. No, that's not happening. <laughs> Send Hook. All right. That's the award show. We got to wrap this bad boy up. So thanks for listening. Please, please follow us on Twitter, Josh Kimmel OUS, and RTW Chris. He's been crushing it on Twitter. 
He's off the Facebooks. He's straight on Twitters. Yeah, you've fully converted me to Twitter. Twitter's so much better, right? It's so much more entertaining. <laughs> so let me just say, I'm excited that we're back to Thursday night recording. Only for until... Friday shows. Only until football's back. Until football's back, <laughs> and then it disrupts our schedule. So at least for the next, what, uh, eight to nine months, we're back on Thursday nights with a Friday show. Yes, see you guys next time. Later, guys. See you. Leftovers or the DMV or house cleaning or Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. Live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. We're prohibited by law. T plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.